Hey everybody, welcome to the Broadway Show Uncut this week, the show where we have lots of great conversations with the biggest stars of the hottest shows. So we have two quick conversations to get to on this edition of the pod. Coming up in just a few minutes, I'm talking to one of the stars of Broadway's newest pop concert musical phenomenon, Anne Juliet. But first get this, the hit teen drama Dawson's Creek turns 25 this year. But still today, some of that show's stars are doing their best work yet including Katie Holmes. She's a two-time Broadway veteran, and now she's back on the New York City stage in The Wanderers. Paul Wontorek had a chance to sit down with Katie. Katie, so good to see you. So good to see the you. The Wanderers, off-Broadway. This is actually your off-Broadway debut. I've seen you on Broadway twice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you're part of a, an amazing ensemble at Roundabout. I know. What, what do you love about this play? What made you want to jump in and join, become one of the Wanderers? Yeah, um, I mean, it's human nature to question the sort of pebble in the shoe that I think all of these characters are experiencing at some point. And I'm, I mean, I think it's beautiful writing. I was very excited to work with Barry and this beautiful group of actors. Tell me about like getting the script and digging into it. Do you, do you sort of have an, a moment when you read something, you just say like, okay, this, this I want to do this. Like, was it one of those kind yeah, of projects? Yeah, because I, I feel like Anna has written something structurally, structurally that is so on point. And so it's, it's really fun because when it's really good writing, you know, we're going to be discovering stuff until we close. You know, there's no it's it's alive itself so that's when you feel that it's like oh i want to i want to be a part of that that's uh -huh. exciting so you play i think you play a famous person i play a well-known actress okay a well-known actress that's, yeah. that's something you know about yeah <laughs> i think what's interesting about julia and abe's connection is it is on the internet um or through emails um both of them at a point in their life where they're looking for a friendship outside of the roles that they've chosen in their lives um sometimes i think that that like it's it's interesting to explore that the intimacy of strangers and both of them are trying to balance big careers with family life and that's specific to both of them Mm -hmm. specific circumstances so and there's also an interesting ending to them that I I think really works I've seen you on Broadway I've seen you on stage I've actually sat behind you in the audience so I know you go to theater as oh, well what, what show uh, ghosts with Uma Thurman at Williams Sound Theater Festival that was oh my god that <laughs> you were was, sitting right in front of me <laughs> that was fabulous i didn't know that play at all it was me like either. it was totally new to me i was intimidated by it and then i ended up really like loving it and yeah she and, i mean she is yeah, great on stage yeah fantastic wow. yeah. yeah so i know i know that you go to theater you love theater what what do you um love about sort of taking time out of your schedule to dedicate to doing a play and being on stage in front of audiences i'm an actor so it's a great job to have yeah. uh, at the end of the day. I, uh, I've been directing uh, recently some films. Yeah. yeah, I've seen your films. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, and this is an opportunity to be an actor again and to give myself this time in the rehearsal room to learn from Barry, to learn from Anna, and then to be held in the arms of these other actors and to hold them as well. I think that's what we do for each other. We become one unit in telling this. That's an experience that's singular and 
particular to theater to, and to do something on a New York stage is so exciting. And I think this is an important play. I'm very, really excited to be a part of it. Can you, speaking of stage triumphs, and I've seen you on stage before and I think you're fantastic on stage. Really? Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do you, do you get nervous to get on stage? Is it still sort of like a, a different... Definitely. Different like I've, I've already started like, you know, it's hard for me to fall asleep now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, I go through my lines a lot. Uh-huh. And to me, it's like a sport. So it's like the timing, the, you know, your body has to be ready. And then it's also like you're watching your, your castmates and you, you're seeing their beautiful work. And so you want to, like, do your best so that you don't want to f*** it up. <laughs> right. If they're doing great, you don't want to, like, mess it up. Yeah. Um, and so there's all of those things. Yeah. And I, I never get comfortable <laughs> until the last <laughs> bow. And then you're like, okay, because also it's, tickets are $125, right? That's, yeah. that's not cheap. Yeah. And that's like important to me. Yeah. Can you tell me something about, just because I missed it, and I really wish I'd seen it. You're Lola and Damn Yankees, please. You played Lola and Damn Yankees. In high school. Yes. Can you just give me one little nugget about it? What was your favorite part about it? What was your favorite number? What was your favorite moment? Favorite well, costume? Actually, my director is, was, well, Damien Rogers. It was done at St. John's Jesuit High School. And they always, they had a, they have a wonderful musical program. Uh -huh. And a lot of times, you know, they would have football players in the chorus, uh -huh. which is really fun to, to watch. Um, but Damien, he's being honored this year. And um, I had worked really hard in my high school career and I never got really got a part. I was in the chorus. And I loved to dance and sing. I wasn't really great at singing, but finally my senior year, I got the part. Big I, part, it's a good part. Big part. <laughs> And he was, he was such a great director. He is in, he impacted all of us in such a profound way and really made theater meaningful. And I have been thinking about that experience so much doing this, that feeling of excitement. He would always read a chapter, the last chapter of um, Franny and Zoe by Salinger on opening night. So we were all grounded in why we were there and who's out there do your best and um it, it just sticks with me so damien <laughs> i love that that's where it all starts yeah and you know there's a need for a damn yankees revival on broadway i don't know if you're ready to uh lola oh my yeah. god I, I i don't have i i don't know that i have that in me but i i will go for sure <laughs> maybe i'll see you there <laughs> A brand new Radio Ready pop musical puts a new twist on the story Romeo and Juliet. In fact, it's called And Juliet. It features a whole lot of pop anthems you know and love, like Baby One More Time, Since You've Been Gone, Roar, and a whole lot more. I caught up with Broadway fave Paolo Schott. Uh, well, nice to have you. Thanks for joining us. Great to be here. It's nice Thank to have you. you on the show. Um, so I want to start out for audiences that don't know the story of Anne Juliet. Can you set that up for us? Absolutely. It's a story of a girl that wakes up one day and decides not to kill herself because her lover killed himself. So she decides to have a life. And all this is written by William Shakespeare and his wife Anne Hathaway. Um, so 
of course, it's a comedy. It's a vision on um, how would life would look like for a young girl uh, when she makes that decision and she decides to have her own life and not to take her own life because of a boyfriend. I feel like now <laughs> of all times to hear that empowerment for women, it yeah. has to feel so strong, right? Absolutely. And it's a show about respect, about uh, having all kinds of people in the show, you know, and uh, seeing them for being just people. And uh, it's so important, you know. One of the reasons why I wanted to take this this musical is because I play a father to uh, a son that needs his father to see him for what he is. Mm -hmm. So um, when um, I accepted this role, I was going through something in my personal life, in my family, similar to that. And uh, if kids are still struggling with their parents not seeing for who they yeah. are, I want to contribute and to tell that story too. Do you think that that is a big theme these days, is being seen? Because I think that a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people feel I like they... I thought that, that in somehow you would be past that stage, but sure. apparently we are not. And it's still important for us to say that story. I mean, I love the fact that, you know, uh, there's a, such an important message in this show, but then there's also so much fun in this in this well, show. It's a comedy. It's a brilliant yeah. comedy written by David West Reed that we all know from uh, Schitt's Creek. Yep. And uh, it's filled with uh, wonderful moments. I have so much fun. I had from the first moment that I started to read the script, you know, I cried and I, and I, and I at the same time, I could, couldn't stop laughing. Right. Uh, 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 and, uh, and we are very blessed to have all these wonderful actors with me to share the stage with me, like Stark Sands, like Betsy Wolf, like Melanie LaBarry, who came from the UK, from the original production of And Juliet in the UK. So to have these people around me, you know, because it's something that it's not exactly on my uh, repertoire, sure. you know, as an opera singer and then as a uh, leading man in South Pacific, <laughs> um, to have this opportunity to do comedy is just a blast. Th those are two very different audiences, right? Yeah. So how is this to be going from opera audience to Broadway fans? And Broadway fans are fun. They want, they want to be part of the show. That's two different worlds. Uh, the operatic crowd is more of uh, they want to listen to the music mm -hmm. and they usually don't, don't do any kind of noise. But um, not that the Broadway crowd don't want to listen to the music and to the story, but they want to participate. And we in the show are welcoming from the first moment people to be inserted on the stage and, and in the story. So it's very nice to have um, uh, people singing along yep. because, you know, the. This musical is filled with great songs. And sometimes, uh, from my generation, when you read uh, the, the title of the songs, you don't might not recognize all of that. But once you hear them, mm -hmm. you're like, oh my god, I know this song. I know this one. And I know this next one. I'm going <laughs> to sing on the next one. And that's what's happening. People are having fun and singing along. Do you ever think you'd be singing a Ka Katy Perry song on stage? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the best bit. <laughs> what, so what is the song that people respond to the most? It's a song called Everybody. That's it? That's yeah, what? everybody. And uh, yeah, it's, I think it's a, a bit of a shock for people to see me playing that kind of character and singing along and singing a, a pop song. And, um, but but that's, that makes it more fun for you, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One of the reasons that, that I really wanted to do this, this show, to have fun, you know? I've done so many drama plays in my, and operas <laughs> in my life. And especially now after the pandemic and after so much pain, I thought it was the right time to just have fun. There's no question about that at all. Um, so this this show, is this the most razzle-dazzle? I know you did 
Chicago. Right. But is this the most razzle-dazzle it's got to be uh, for absolutely. a show? Absolutely, absolutely. Because, you know, I think the, the, there are so many uh, plot twists in the middle of it and uh, the surprises, even for my character, with, uh, with uh, Mel LaBerry, who plays the Angelique. And uh, people get absolutely surprised by the things that we, we do on stage. And uh, I think um, I have never done anything s that was so much fun for me as an artist too. So let me ask you this, and I don't know if I'm gonna use the words right, but do you ever use your operatic, is it operatic voice? in this show? That was a question. Okay. You know, when we first started to rehearse, I thought, because the character is French, yeah. uh, and I thought of, of bringing this French voice, uh, speaking French voice, and singing French voice, and then uh, our music supervisor said, no, bring your operatic voice. And I said, I'm on it for it. <laughs> and uh, it works, you know, it's very, very funny. Can you give us any part of it, or we'll, we'll shatter glass? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Come to the show. Okay, I won't put the pressure on you. Uh, you're a Tony winner as well. Um, does that it feels good to be back on Broadway? Absolutely, yes. As you mentioned, I was very lucky to to come back to Chicago sure. uh, when they reopened the doors of the show. And um, but it's my third uh, time on Broadway, and uh, I feel very of. Every time that I come here, I'm very humble, very happy to be part of this wonderful community. I feel like you've done three very different shows on Broadway. It's Absolutely. Kind of, I mean, you know, two that are very, very well known, one that I think is going to be very quickly. Yeah, you know, the, the first appearance was, was with South Pacific. Sure. And a show that ran for two and a half years, something that is really um, important for uh, Broadway shows. You know, a sh a sh it was the first revival. Mm -hmm of South Pacific and uh, the last. But uh, people still talk about that show with a beautiful Kelly O'Hara on it. Yeah, they do, they sure do. I remember going by that, that seeing that marquee <laughs> all the time. Right. Thank you so much. I know you're in the middle of uh, rehearsals You're's right welcome. now, but I appreciate you taking Pleasure the time. Pleasure to talk to you. We sure appreciate you being here each and every week. That's gonna do it for us. We'll be back next week for another episode of the Broadway show Uncut. Until then, I'm Tamsin Fidel. Thanks for listening.